With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You want to talk back? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got to live. You know what got mine. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We're talking fantasy sports and All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, had a little technical difficulties right there. I'm back. It's me. It's me. It's Mr. FSP. Doing what I do because I do it for you all day, every day. And we're going to wait on my man's ATM money so we can get this thing rolling. But in the meantime, in between time, let me tell you what's going to happen. Um, we're going to talk Major League Baseball. We're going to talk NFL action. There's some stuff going on in both areas that we find interesting. For one, let's discuss the Jacksonville Jaguars. They cannot get a break. They can't. Buffalo can't get a break. Uh, Shaq's getting surgery out for six months. Sammy Watkins, foot broke. Surgery gonna be out for a couple weeks, maybe a couple bucks, and a whole lot more. I, I really don't understand why these people are getting hurt. Uh, Baltimore getting fined uh, or investigated for having practice with pads prior to being allowed to do so. They say snitches get stitches, but apparently. Uh, Baltimore, John Harbaugh's trying to make them tough. He's going to try. We shall see. With that being said, let's wait for JT for a few minutes. Hopefully he jumps on air. If he doesn't, we'll roll. But I'll play a little uh, music here for you guys as we get ready. And, uh, hmm, let's see what song I'll play. You know what? I haven't heard this one in a long time. Let's do this. Here we go. Oh, 
to uh, discuss her uh, latest venture. And it's, it's something dealing with addiction. She wants to help others um, fight it and, and, and face their issues, mental and physical health issues. Uh, for now, that's where we're going to leave it at. Um, when we have more information to share, trust me, we will share it and uh, have her on the show. I want to thank our uh, esteemed booker, we call him the bookie, Mike Wright, for uh, pushing this opportunity our way. It's a great opportunity for us, so we shall see what happens. Um, let's get into football. Football is, is what I know, what I love. It's my passion. Um, sports, I know and love, but football is something that touches me uh, like no other, because um, it's what I grew up loving. It's what I grew up enjoying. Um, I'll tell you, there's some some news going on that I wanted to, to, to run by Jerry just to see what his thoughts were, and one of which is the fact that um, Buffalo, for all of the uh, – Hoopla around their draft picks. Well deserved. They're getting surgeries. They're injured. I mean, it's it's. I, I don't know what to, to tell you as far as how it is. Uh, these players of today are now just fragile. That's the bottom line. They are fragile. Uh, now Shaq Shaq is one of those players That folks had a A question mark about That's why he slipped to Buffalo And it turns out That I believe it's his left shoulder His pass rush dipping shoulder As, as if you want to put it in those terms um, Actually is a big concern because Buffalo now has to lose him for six months. That's put that puts him back available in November, December time frame. So let's get this straight. Your number one pick who was supposed to start because the GM, I believe his last name is Whaley went on NFL Network and said that Shaq Lawson and maybe one or two other persons were going to be ready-made starters. So, you know, when they're ready-made starters, it's okay. But when they don't show up, or if they can't show up, then, you know, what happens? You automatically begin to question if Rex can survive another season. In my opinion, that's what you do. You start questioning it, and you start thinking, well, the GM made it uh, last year. Rex made it last year. They've got a bunch of talent. But is the talent 
going to um, ever pan out during his time. Tyrod Taylor. Remember, excellent quarterback for Ohio State was tapped to be the uh, starting quarterback in Baltimore, had some type of virus, lost out to Joe Flacco, has a Super Bowl ring. He does. Didn't play, but was slated to start. Bounces around a bit, lands in Buffalo, gets a starting job. But what do they do this year? They they draft a kid out of Ohio State. Uh, I want to say Connell Lake, but I know it's not Connell Lake. I can't remember his name right now. But they draft him, and he's what six, seven, six, eight. Uh, he's not refined, but given the right coaching, he'll have the stature of a, a prototype quarterback. He's built like a actual uh, a lineman. I think he's bigger than Cam. And Cam is like 242, 50, something like that, and can run like a gazelle. So you, you have that in the wings waiting once Tyrod is done, so I'd say maybe two, three years, if he finishes out this year. You're not set at running back. But Rex, somehow, someway, always finds a way to become a difference maker in the NFL. But injury after injury after injury, it's, it's just not happening for him. But it's okay. I think Rex will figure it out. Let's go down to Jacksonville. Now, minor injuries, but injuries nonetheless, to their first uh, pick of, of the draft this year. He'll be ready for the season. But let's look at it this way. Jacksonville is one of those teams that we plan or we have said will be one of the surprise upstarts this year. I mean, they are young, they are talented, and I believe they're well coached. And this is a season where the Texans are going to have to find chemistry under a new quarterback, Brock Osweiler. A very young receiving core. Um, this is just my opinion. I don't think Lamar Miller is the answer. I really don't. I mean, yes, they they'll give him the ball. They will give him the ball. But at the same time, uh, I don't think there'll be many holes for him. He's not a slash runner. He's a north south. Put my shoulders down. And try to run you over. I'll sidestep you, but zone gap running is not his thing. It's just not. I know that's not the style that he used in in Miami. But that's the style he has now in Houston. Now, Brock Osweiler says there's no, you know, Anger is in toward uh, Denver, but 
you bolt Denver for Houston after coming off of a Super Bowl championship with a team, yes, it lost a few people on defense. It did. Danny Trevathan is an excellent linebacker when it comes to stopping the run. But it, he he can't cover anybody. I'm not going to. If you look at the tape, all you got to do is look at the tape. If you isolate Danny Trevathan on a running back or a tight end in the passing game, he's toast every time unless you have a big bruiser that can't run routes. So he goes to Chicago. Why does Brock leave Demarius? Um Emmanuel, um, I forgot the other two receivers, Caldwell, and and another one, another young kid. Why do you leave them? An offensive line that's decent and it's going to get better for a team that is trying to be a perennial playoff team, not a perennial. Super Bowl contender playoff team. Must be the money that turned him. Must be the money. I'll use the Deion Sanders move. That that's what it is right there. So I can see there there are no hard feelings. Because he's getting paid. Paid in the shade, drinking a little lemonade. Got it. Understood. And that's what he does. And if Jerry were on here, I would tell him, as usual, his team has a jinx. It's, I call it the Jerry jinx. Whatever team Jerry decides to support, nine times out of ten, they'll be good half a year. Half. Just my thoughts. But let's discuss these moves. Around the NFL, Josh Norman, all of a sudden, becomes uh, a free agent after a franchise tag, and then ends up with Washington. Now, he said that other teams offered him more money. So why pick Washington? Tell me why. Josh says it was only because they got him in there and he felt comfortable. He was offered more guaranteed money, but when he went to Washington, he felt like Washington wanted him. Now listen, Daniel Snyder can make any and everybody feel wanted. He has a bunch of money. And the Skins are a um, attractive team with the history and stuff like that. They're young, um, with potential to go far. I don't think uh, we're going to go that far, and I say we because I'm a, I'm a Washington fan. Um but I don't think we have the ability to go too far with Kirk Cousins because unless Kirk develops 
more arm strength, I don't think he's going to be the answer, as well as a little better decision-making. I'm just going to keep it real. He needs to decide to throw the ball in various places that are smart via throwaway. He doesn't have the cannon of an arm to try to squeeze it into double coverage. That's not him. His 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 decision making is short to medium. Prime example. Deshaun Jackson had thirty five, thirty six catches all season. That shows you what type of of usage they had for him. He was just a deep guy. And that's not all Deshaun can do. He ran a couple reverses and stuff like that and bubble screens. But Deshaun can go across the middle. That little frail, small guy can go across the middle. They just drafted the kid out of TCU. Think 6'5", 6'4". Kid looks huge. He's going to get a, a, a lesson when Josh Norman is out there on, on the practice field with him. And he's going to learn quick, fast, in a hurry. This is not the Big 12. This is the NFL. So Josh makes a decision to go to the Redskins and gets paid a boatload of money. Boatload. The Skins, under their new GM for a second year, draft very well on the defensive side of the ball, I must say. When they pick that outside linebacker, that can play strong safety. I said, he's going to be the strong safety. He's going to be. Because he's just like Javon Curse. Javon Curse, if you don't know who that is, Google him. Coming out of college, out of Florida, he played strong safety. Then they moved him down to linebacker. Then they put him down at outside uh, uh, linebacker, which was a rush in in college because at that time, Florida played a 4-3, or you thought. It was a 3-4 with a hybrid because Javon Kirst was a speed rusher. And when Javon made it to the NFL, Javon ended up being uh, a dominant defensive end. But the Skins did this. Got him. Got another uh, good set of uh, linebackers. Drafted a decent cornerback. Actually, one of the Fuller uh, brothers. It's three of them in the NFL now. Three of them. Chicago, Skins, and I forgot where the other one is. I think the other one's in Detroit. No, no. Yeah, the other one's a wide receiver. The other one's a wide receiver uh, in Detroit because I recall his brother checking him, you know, Chicago against Detroit. And that's another surprise I wanted to talk about. Why did Detroit not try to find a replacement for Megatron? In this draft, do you actually believe Golden Tate is the answer? Golden Tate benefited because Megatron drew double coverage. Brandon Broyles, OU product, love him. Not a threat. Not a threat in the NFL. I don't think Detroit has a receiver over 6'1", 6'2", other than their tight ends. So that was a surprise to me as well. And a few other things, but I want to bring in my co-host. 
who said, surprise, surprise, surprise. He's my Barney Fife, as I am Andy Griffin. So I gave him one. Really? Really? (laughs) Really? Really? Hey, listen, Don Knox, you became very successful because of me. So I'll let you know. I still love you, though. Really? How you doing? How oh, boy. You now, that, now, that's more like what you really are. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm doing great. I'm doing great because you know what I thought? You know what What's I thought? That? I thought you was going to you know, not be a man because you got your butt whooped so badly in fantasy baseball. And you what? decided, I don't want to deal with Vic today. No, 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 no. I can't do it. Uh-uh. <laughs> I got to stand in the chair and listen to him gloat. So, you know. No, no, no. It's 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 only a gamer, brother. You don't want to take it to heart. Um, me, uh, you know, I, I, like I said last week, it was a perfect storm, and it was an anomaly, and I take it as that as being an anomaly. And Are you uh, kidding? okay, okay. I'm and I and I just move on. That's all, because it looks like you 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 you're going reverting back to your losing ways, because uh, you're getting your no. butt whooped again. No. No, I'm not getting my butt whooped. Well, it it looks like it, but you know, you never know. It, it, it you have a, a um uh to to make a little small comeback in order to to win the week. Uh, amazingly enough, amazingly enough, and I'm not patting myself on the amazingly. back, but um, <laughs> but but um, amazingly enough, uh. I had a pitcher yesterday, even though he gave up 10 hits. Had him sit, thought I had him in the lineup, but he was on the bench. He won uh, Garrett Cole. Um, and uh, earlier in the week, um, I, set, I set several players. I think it was uh, Thursday. Had to be. A, I think it was Thursday um, that I wanted to put into the lineup. And uh, I think I gave up because I had players over the week that um, hit home runs and, and had pretty good days about four home runs that, that were sitting on the bench over this past week so it is what it, amazingly enough the reason i'm saying that is because uh even though that happened um i'm tied with my opponent right now um after he was now i wouldn't say unceremoniously kicking my butt but he was getting the best of me for most of the week and right now i'm tied with him so uh it's a matter of putting the right people in the right position and, and uh, being able to come out on top and break this two ga- two week winning uh, losing streak, I should say. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. You did beat my butt. You kicked my butt, but it was a fluke. It was definitely a fluke. Really? Uh, really? I've, you know why it was a fluke? I'll tell you why it was a fluke, Victor. I've, I have never gotten beaten uh, like that over the last few weeks. And everything that I told you when we talked last week, everything that was going right for you was going right. And everything that was going wrong was going wrong for me. It's exactly what I said. It was a perfect storm. And and you were getting the best of it. So it is what it is. It happened. I moved on. This is another week. I'm past that week. But if you want to glow, <laughs> go right ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll sit here and, and listen to whatever you have to say at my expense. No problem. No well, problem, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a man. <laughs> like your o- o- Oklahoma State coach says, I'm a man. I'll take it. So, go ahead. 
If you want to. No, no, I don't need to gloat. I mean, history shows 15 to 4 with one tie, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not going to hate on you. I'm not going to do that. But I, I did want to bring up a few things uh, before we get to mm-hmm. Major League Baseball and Fantasy Baseball. I was talking about surprises in the NFL and topics. Uh, the first thing I touched on were the Buffalo Bills and these fluke injuries that may call <laughs> Greg Ryan his job as well as a GM because Sammy Watkins out three uh, three months with a broken foot. Uh, Shaq Lawson done till November at the very latest to be eligible to come back. Um, mm-hmm. And then I went around the NFL. I, I even talked about how um, I, I, I keep wanting to say Carnell Lake, but it's not Carnell Lake. The quarterback uh, from Ohio State that got drafted by Buffalo, the six six kid that uh, is built like a linebacker, and uh, oh, he's developed. Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones. Yeah, Cardell Jones. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Saying in a couple years how if he's developed correctly, he'll take Tyrod Taylor's position. I talked about some of the bad luck that Jacksonville's having with their rookies, um, all having mm-hmm. injuries and all that other mess. And then, right. Um, I was talking about how uh, uh, I didn't think that your team would be very successful this year um, only because LaVar Miller does not fit the, the slash and dash type of running scheme that uh, the Texans use, uh, whereas he's more of a straight-on runner that can somewhat outrun you uh, if he hits the edge, but he's not a slash and, and, and find-the-hole type dude. You point I beg you differ, but go ahead. I, mean, I beg you to differ, but that's okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's your team. I understand how, uh, how you point him in a direction. He'll go in that direction. And they will use him, but I don't think he'll be that effective. Um, Talk about Josh Norman uh, selecting the Redskins after becoming a free agent shortly after uh, having the franchise tag removed from him. Um, How he, just the signing of him, would impact the Washington Redskins and his expectations. Um, I was making my way around the NFL. Uh, I was getting to uh, Baltimore how they were uh, – or or not – yeah, how Baltimore was getting investigated for having pads on um, uh-huh. prior to being able to, to have pads. And yeah, they try to get away with something. Yeah, I mean, and I was saying uh, Harbaugh is just trying to toughen these guys up a little bit because today's athletes are not that tough. But there's a rule. You can't break that rule and then expect your players not to break rules as well you know, mm-hmm. uh, whatever team rules you have. If you're going to break the league rule, but then hold the player accountable when they break a, a team rule or league rule, you, you're using a double-edged sword. You know, well, you're you, talking you, you, with a forked tongue. You know that, 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 that that's nothing new, man. The NFL has a double standard. Come on. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't no. know. What, what I'm saying is it's it's tough to get a new team or oh, a, yeah. a bunch of new guys in Baltimore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and develop that toughness and that team chemistry that you need um, in order to get back to the Super Bowl and win. Yeah, but when you've you got to play by the same rules, man. 
That's you got to play by the That's same true. rules. Everybody, the 32 teams, everybody's got to play by the same rules. You can't think that you, you're going to uh, uh, do something um, and, and won't, get, won't get called on it. And apparently um, it looks like, and they claim in ignorance, and what do we say about ignorance? Ignorance of the law is no excuse. Um, and uh, they say that we didn't realize that um, we were we were breaking a rule or whatever. So, come on, man. They've been around too long and too experienced for these guys not to know what they should and shouldn't be doing and should be well-versed in the CBA. Come on. Give me a break. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, things happen. Um, but... They thought they could get away with it. They thought it would just slip by and nobody would say anything. Come on. Uh, a good union rep or whoever decided, told a union rep about it, uh, and they they uh, they got called on it. So should know better. There's no, no excuse for that. No excuse for that. I can agree with that. Um, but then let's move over to uh... – to Pittsburgh. Now, there's two things going on in Pittsburgh, and one is very controversial, and the other is innovative. Um, so I'm going to bring them both up. The controversy, James Harrison feels as though he doesn't need to be uh, year analysis done with, uh, with uh, uh, the league's appointed official. He just says, I can film it and give you the sample, and you should be happy with it. Um, James, we all know he's a little touched, uh, but he has one of the most <laughs> insane workouts uh, yep. for a guy his age and yep. his position and stature. So yep. physically, this guy is a genetic freak. However, I think his thought process might be up there with Kanye West a little bit. A little, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But, I mean, I get what he's doing. I understand what he's doing and what he's saying, but I think he's going about it the wrong way. He needs to let the league do their job. Um, and Ontario Smith is a prime reason as to why you can't let people just do what they want to do. A wizenator back in the day. You know, I don't want to see James Harrison's uh, paraphernalia or anything like that, but if if, if I'm the NFL – and he says, here's the video of me, you know, taking a pee. You need to accept it. I'm like, nah, dude. What happened to the guy <laughs> that we sent over there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, and, I, stuffed him in the, I stuffed him in the closet until I was ready for him to come out. <laughs> I, I, I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. And then, not only that, not only that, <laughs> the, the sad thing is if you as the – tested person um, do not comply with everything the tester says, you can become um, uh, with a a, a positive result, meaning uh, you'll you'll pop hot even though you didn't do anything because you didn't follow the complete guidelines of the tester. It's weird. Mm -hmm. But, you know, on another note, you have technology. And I think it's a great thing that's going on because it can uh, prevent injury. Uh, but also you got to remember there's somebody controlling these little robots on the field. 
the robots that are in practice to cover, and they've been designed, I believe, by Stanford students uh, to mimic football maneuvers. So when a DB or wide receiver or whoever is um, practicing, they can practice versus a robot, a a, a robot uh, dummy bag. And, you know, a person controlling it, all they have to do is go left, right, up, down, back, circle, whatever the case may be, and get in the way. Now, there's potential for injury in this situation, whereas let's say somebody cuts the robot one way and then slams them right into uh, a running back or a a wide receiver. You know, they're not designed just yet to do line techniques but individual drills. But I applaud Pittsburgh for being the first um, organization to implement this stuff, mainly because it's different. It's different, and I see how effective it can be versus, you know, getting somebody in camp just for their legs. You know, they have arm quarterbacks for for many camps and for um, the preseason. They're only in camp because they want to preserve the, the, the starting quarterback's arm. You know, can't mm-hmm. do that with the robots. That means somebody's not going to make a team. Somebody's not going to get drafted. Somebody's not going to be accepted as a free agent and stuff like that. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how this works. Let me get your thoughts on the website before we move forward. Well, I, I, I agree with that. And speaking of, since you're talking about innovative technology in um, the NFL, or in sports, and I'm, talk, I'm going to be talking about specifically NFL, I don't know if you saw this um, come up, but the NFL has uh, is going to consider uh, a proposal by the coaches uh, to allow the use of full features on tablets, meaning they'll be able to review plays in versus still photos. They'll be able to do it through via video on their tablets. Um, I didn't know they couldn't do that now. But apparently, you know, you see these uh, these NFL teams now uh, using uh, tablets to look at plays, but they're only still photos. They're not at actually videos that they can watch the whole play um, uh, from start to finish and see what was going on in the play and in formation. Now they can, the 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 uh, league. And uh, I think next week they're going to have some meetings next week. And, and part of uh, one of the things that they want to pass or table, I guess you should say, or, or talk about with the possibility of passing and allowing it on the NFL sidelines during a game is video on their tablets. What's your thoughts on that? I think it's a good idea. Uh, the problem that I see is um... – Every time a coach sees a play that mm-hmm. is, in his view, questionable or her view questionable, because we do have an assistant coach down in Arizona that's a female, um, they're going to try to stick that in their side referee's face. Now, the referee's going to be trained not to look at it, not to do all this other stuff, 
but I I think it's a it's a good idea. However, um, how do you limit that audio and that video um, to just the closed circuit TV type situation? Meaning, um, you're going to get a direct feed from the end zone or or the the overhead cam. And mm-hmm. you're going to be able to watch the game or, or um, see different things. Now you need a quality, quality control person up in the booth to watch all of these videos. I know there, a lot of teams have them already, you know, to, to help the coach make a decision on whether to throw the flag or not. Um, but you have your quarterback on the bench with one tablet showing the same thing. But then you need another feed for the defense and another fee for the special teams, and another fee for this, that. Mm-hmm. It can be somewhat cumbersome, but I think it's a good idea. Um, I like to see how they implement it. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's a hmm. – let's put it this way. Back in the day when I was younger and you were like in your mid-30s, I think, they had uh, – if, if there was technical difficulties on one side of, of the field, both sides had to eliminate their comms to their to their uh, booths, right? That's that's still that's still effective to this date. Correct. Supposedly, but, you know, it's, it's supposed to be effective to this date. So anybody has any communication problems, the, everybody has communication problems. Let me put it that way. Everything goes dead so, until the communication problems get solved. And, and this is the part that I'm getting to, communication with, with the tablets. Let's say their sidelines, tablets just malfunction. I mean, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Now mm-hmm. you lose that source. Yep. Now you you and the other team have got to lose that source, and it goes yep. back to the way it used to be. So, okay. And it's, it's not uncommon to have a tablet not be charged properly or – just malfunction, even though it's fully charged, it's yep, that's true. That's true. So, well, that's I think you know, I think that's I think that's different, Victor. If it's if it's an actual tablet that goes down versus the feed. So, say you got the, and I'm just speculating. You got five tablets on the sidelines. If all five fat tablets are having the same issue, then that's a communication problem. That's a common issue. It's not uh, um, isolated to one tablet. Then, then I would think that because all five tablets on one sideline is having an issue, no one can use it on the opposite sideline until the actual it gets fixed. If it doesn't get fixed, then everybody is in the same boat. They, they can't use their tablets in the same way. But if it's one but, tablet, what women? Mm-hmm. If it's one tablet, then that's a different story because it could be that specific tablet for whatever reason is having problems. Not to say that someone else can't pick up a tablet and if if it's, if it's for whoever can use it for um, use it as a substitute on the same sidelines. You follow what I'm saying? If it's but if yeah, it's but one tablet having an issue, then no, I don't think they would they shut down everybody. If it's a common sideline issue, everybody on that sideline has a tablet, and excuse me, you have that issue on every tablet, then that's a common problem. Necessitate then going over to the other sideline and saying, you can't use your tablets. Your tablets are disabled until we find a problem. We don't find a problem and fix it. Then all tablets are out. 
I, I, I got to disagree because I know the offensive line, they have cameras specifically uh, dedicated to offensive line and defensive line play. Okay, so okay. If if the offensive line tablet goes down, I, I think that the other team's offensive line can or tablet should go down. And, well, let me ask you, you something. Know, tit for tat. I, I really think tit for tat. Well, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Um, you have a computer. You have a computer, right? Yes. And I, I'll put that in basic terms. You have a computer, right? Okay. Um, if your computer, do you do you ever back up the things on your computer? Yeah, I mean, I, I get where you're going. Okay, so 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 say a, 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 a offensive line. I'm just this is just specul- speculative here. They and, and just hypothetical, I should say. They have an offensive tablet. They have a tablet for the offensive line coach or offensive court offensive line coach. Okay. He's using it to, to school his offensive linemen. And for whatever reason, it goes down. You don't think they have backups? Just in case a tablet or tablet, tablets go down, and then they can just substitute out a tablet? Now, I, I would think this. I, now, I, would think, I would think this. In tablets, I would think that they would be universal. You could use them for the offensive, the, any portion of – uh, the team, whether it's on the defensive side, on the offensive side, or special teams. So I would think they would have a, uh, a special part of that tablet, whatever tablet it is, that it goes to one of those um, teams, offense, defensive, or special teams. So phase offensive, and, and the guy, offensive lineman, uh, the offensive line coach is using the tablet, and it, for whatever reason, it goes down. Now, I was assumed that each team would have backup tablets just in case one of them malfunctions because it's an electronic device, just like a PC, uh, just like a phone, just like a tablet. Uh, anything can malfunction, especially in inclement weather. And you got to have a backup to uh, um, accommodate, uh, uh, not accommodate, but to, to, to uh, make sure that it, it's uh, um continuity in what you want to do. So you take that, you go to that spare tablet, say they got uh, half a dozen spare tablets. They got half a dozen on the uh, sidelines that they use and half a dozen spare tablets just in case one of them goes down. Pluck that tablet out of there, go into whatever specific um, section it is for whatever skill set that you're dealing with, and you just keep on pushing on. I would think equipment manager, whoever, or the person in charge of the electronic part of the team would be dealing with something like that and have sufficient backup equipment to uh, offset now, any kind of problems that they have on the sidelines. I would think that would happen. I, I think you're right. However, we can always do gamesmanship and just all of a sudden all of the, the tablets are not powered because somebody forgot to do it on purpose, whatever the case may be. My my point is that I like the innovation of having the audio and video um, on the tablets when you're on the sideline, but Mm -hmm. devil's advocate, I can see how me as a coach uh, make a call to 
all of a sudden, hmm, now everything doesn't want to work. And we, we take it back to the Stone Age, so to speak, where everything has to be done um, via, you know, on-field activity, which is cool. I mean, I, I get it. I, I'm not going to belabor the point. I'm just saying, um, playing devil's advocate, I can see how things could change or would be. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit. And uh, I don't know if you – you probably do not know this, but uh, I'll let you know now. Um, and I mentioned it at the top of the show. Um, Mike Wright, our bookie, a.k.a. the Bookie Monster, has um, partnered us with Deborah King. Deborah King is Don King's daughter. And we will be having her on the show maybe in a week or two. I have to schedule it with her publicist. Uh, They reached out and wanted to come on the show. So, therefore, uh, we will be working with Deborah King um, on air uh, to discuss her new uh, project that she's talking about. I believe it's Limit Lifeless or Limit Life. uh, I I can't remember the the name of the website right now. I apologize. But the premise of of, of the program is to combat addiction and other things that go on in other people's lives that have mm-hmm. them, you know, down, beaten, and, and stuff like that. And I think it's a very worthwhile project and a worthwhile opportunity. So I will be um, speaking more to her publicist in reference to bringing her on the show. Um, also, uh, we're going to have a new sponsor. It's called Body by Vi. I don't know if you've heard of it, Jerry. But, well, uh, you've been you've been you've been talking on on uh, well, you've been chatting or whatever on Facebook. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's it's looked like it's a something like um, I can't something like Sean T pushes out. Very similar, very similar, um, except uh, it's uh, supplements. It's uh, a lifestyle change, pretty much. Uh, people well, that's the same healthy. thing, Sean T. Yeah, yeah, yes, but not Sean T. Um, but it does I understand involve, it. You're just making the comparison. I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, it'll be something that I'm going to speak more about as we get commercials made for it. Um, it. It is an opportunity to generate revenue as well as get healthy. Uh, I'm looking more toward uh, finding customers that are interested in getting healthy. And if you want to get paid doing it, cool. It's not, not a problem, but um, I want to, I want to help people get healthy because I am taking a challenge and I'm challenging you JT, but I'm taking a challenge to uh, lose 10 pounds, 10 pounds, and then eventually another 10, so on and so forth. So there it's set up for challenges. And, well, uh, so well, like well, on Facebook, I mean, because everybody likes to go on Facebook and do all these little challenges, right? So uh, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens with that. Well, if you humble yourself a little bit more and uh, stop patting your back self on the back a little bit more, you'll be able to lose what? a lot of a lot of weight off that brain that you have that's so swelled oh up in your head, and that's oh about ten pounds. That's a that's about ten pounds worth of bravado that you lay out every week. So 
It shouldn't take you. It shouldn't take you. It shouldn't take you long to get rid of that first okay. ten pounds if you just look. Um, uh, now you don't look. You just have to look in the mirror and see how big your head is, and then. Can I ask you a question. You know, what's that, man? I'm asking you a question. What's, Go what's, right what's your uh, What's your fantasy football team's name? What is anything that? but anything no, no, but no. Mr. NFSP. No, no, football, not baseball, football. Um, let me see. What Never. is it? Money make money maker money maker. No, 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 no. Never what? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do, you little liar. Never humble. Go ahead, finish the rest of it. What? What's the name? What? Who who are you? (laughs) Where am I at? I must be getting I must be getting Alzheimer's. I can't remember. Who are you? (laughs) So you talk about me. Okay. I didn't name just, my team Never Humble always that's, talking. I didn't name yeah, my but that, that was you. But that's, that's just you. a name. That's that's not that's not my personality. That's 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 what that's what, that. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Okay. You made up the name. You stuck with the name and that is your moniker. That is your name. That is you. That is, but anyway. that is me. That is me. And I do need to lose weight. My, myself so, too. So, well, I'm gonna help you out, dude. I'm gonna hook you up with some stuff. I have some free mm-hmm. samples. Um, I can always send them to you. But mm-hmm. uh, that's my goal, man. I'm to to partner up with with this group, and uh, to partner our organization with this group. Hopefully, when we talk with um, Deborah, we can talk offline about opportunities as well. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm 40. Just turned 40, and somebody told me something that I really didn't like, but I laughed because it, it, it's somewhat true. Um, one of my soldiers, well, I'm going to tell you what they did. So, you know, my birthday was Wednesday, and uh, mm-hmm. I did the, the morning show because one of my DJs mm-hmm. had, to to do, had to go to do some work or whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, I was on the morning show, and they brought in, you know, the birthday gifts. Mm-hmm. So they know I don't smoke. They know I don't drink. And I am trying to wean myself off of sugary things such as honey buns, and I love honey buns. So these clowns, yeah, okay. yeah. So these clowns bring me a cigar and some uh, ale, some some. Uh, I think it's not ginger beer or ginger. Uh, it's like hard. Uh, coolers thing, and I don't drink. So mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, are you serious? Why Why are you giving me this? You know I'm not going to touch any of this. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, you know, it's your birthday. You're 40 now. And I said, yeah, I know I'm 40. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm going to drink and smoke. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, he gives me a, a bag. And he says, you're going to love me and hate me. I said, what are you talking about, guy? So I opened up the bag. He bought me like 10 of these honey buns that are just, <laughs> he knows I love these honey buns, right? And I said, oh, wow. you are evil. You are the devil. And he said, I know. I'm not the devil, but I knew you would like it and hate me at the same time. Because I'm like, dude, I'm trying not to eat this stuff. 
So, um, but what he said that got me was, um, yeah, you're at 40. It's all downhill from now. Like, what in the hell? It kind of, you know, I'm not even at midlife. I say my midlife is about 50. But mm-hmm. it got me, and I was like, wow, this dude. But he's somewhat right. You know, at 40 years old, I'm, I'm looking at changing uh, my eating habits for the better, even though it shouldn't take me that long to do so. Um, like this not month, easy. After I come back from China. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. When when as you and I come back from China, it'll be June, right? Six months into the year, and I'm going to start my health kick or my my lifestyle change at that point because um, you know we, we do PT, got it. But what I'm going to start doing is after work, I'm just going to go to the gym and and, and hit the trail a little bit um, and showcase what the products that we have are doing for me and that the products speak for themselves because I didn't want to just join any group, but I was talking to uh, some people, um, a former GNC uh, manager and a couple other folks, and they were telling me about these products. I had never heard about them before, but they were like, yeah, these were great. They did this, that, and the third, but we just can't get them here. And then just so happens I was talking to another person and said, yeah, this is this, this is that. And I can hook you up with this person. So I did my research, found out some things. And uh, there's some good and some bad, of course. But uh, long story short, um, I'm taking a challenge, and I'm going to challenge a lot of people to do the same. Um, They don't have to distribute it with me, but if they get on board and, you know, start eating the healthier foods and, and take these little fit challenges, uh, we'll see results that people really uh, can do and should do. And, you know, the products are, are pretty good that, uh, from what I can tell and from what these people are telling me that their experiences were. I have folks already ready to buy products from me. So I'm like, okay, cool. It sells itself. But anyway, long story short, uh, we have Deborah King coming on, and we're going to talk to her about her uh, advocacy program for uh, changing folks' addictions to things and uh, afflictions. And uh, we'll see how that works. Hopefully we can partner up with other ventures with her um, and make things happen. But let's move on to Major League Baseball. And I think seeing the Khaleesi walk out of that fire. ha <laughs> man. I, uh, wow, uh, I got off the couch for that one. <laughs> I did you do it. Oh, but man, yeah, man. Walker was like, wow. But you know what, I even in a sports-related activity was, was a wild moment like that? Was when Odor clocked Jose Bautista. Now, here's what I don't get, Jerry. Bautista is defending himself, and he still gets a one-game suspension. But Odor just, he said, you know what, it's going to be worth it. He just just whacks Bautista as he comes down the first baseline. And I don't think Bautista has served his one-game suspension yet. But no. um, this this is weird. What's going on in baseball? You know, Max Scherzer, 20 strikeouts, helped me beat you last week. Um Matter of fact, mm-hmm. 
that was the main reason I beat you last week. Or, or yep. no, not the main reason I beat you, 15 or 4. But in that category, in the strikeout category, I think I yep. had 62, you had 59. So yep. three, yep. I, I beat you by three strikeouts. And yep. uh, that 20 helped. Uh, yep. I, you don't have to tell me, man. You had a, and, no, no, and that's what type, I'm not telling that's you. What type, that's, that's what the type of week you had last week. You had a yeah uh, a uh, 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 an, 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 uh, yeah anomaly type of week. So I, I took it up with a grain of salt, just like just like I take the person I'm dealing with with a grain of salt and just go from there. That's oh, all. for real, for real, dude. That's how you're gonna do it. First, you don't call then, then then you're gonna. Well, you, okay, wait a minute. I didn't even get an invite, so I yes, I didn't did. know you. Yes, you did. Check no, I didn't. Junk mail. I sent you two of them. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Mr. FSP. I was listening. I was listening to my show between 1230 and 1 o'clock, and I did not see a show built on the site. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, no show. No show. No, 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 no. So, I built it at- I built it to like forty five fifty because I was having some computer problems. We went. Okay. Oh, did you see the video my wife put up about me on a Segway? No. Yeah, dude. No. Yeah, I went on a Segway and I did a three sixty. Uh, I did a flip on the Segway. Almost broke my neck again. But other than that, it was a good day. <laughs> oh boy. I'm supposed to be going zip lining today, um, in a couple of hours, but I don't know if that's going to happen. But oh anyway, boy. yeah. So oh the boy. show was—I admit the show was built late, but your invite did go out. Matter of fact, it went out again when you, you wanted it. But let's talk about baseball. Let's just talk about baseball. You know, um, Bryce Harper was walked what twenty-five straight times, and then he faces Noah Syndergaard, and uh, he he goes after him, and he doesn't hit well. Um, then you have the Cubs doing what they're doing, you know, one of the best teams in baseball right now. I don't, I don't think um, too many people didn't think it was going to happen. You got the preakness going on. You know, I know you're mm-hmm. in a horse racing, and uh, mm-hmm. it's happening uh, fairly shortly, I believe. Um, uh, it'll happen about three or four hours from now. About four yeah, hours from now. Preakness. Yeah. Well, I said shortly, right, right. you know. Well, four hours. Four hours. Four hours isn't shortly. Shortly, shortly means an hour to me. So, four hours is not shortly. So, it'll happen in in, in about four hours. Four, four, about four and a half hours. hours, somewhere around there. Three four hours. and a half hours. Usually it's around six. It's usually around six o'clock. Trust me when I'm telling you that. Yeah, it's six a.m. It'll be six a.m. here. So that's three hours for me. But let's talk about baseball, man. What's what's going on? I mean, you know, the batters aren't batting right. The pitchers aren't pitching right. It's actually a even kill season if you want to look at it. There's no real dominant player. Um, Archer, um, Jake Arrieta, one loss in 24 starts. That's about as close as dominant as you can get. But other than that, you know, I have not seen one player be dominant. And then Jose Bautista gets smacked in the mouth. Jose Reyes is coming back. In, in June and stuff like that. Does he even have a spot because Story, because that kid Story has been lighting it up and he's been playing good defense. 
Does Jose, Jose Reyes even have a, a landing spot once he comes back nope. off suspension? He hit the well, landing spot, but it's, it's on. He hit the landing spot, but it's on the bench. Okay, well, let's get some analysis. What kind of analysis you want? I mean, he 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 he. Uh, on baseball. Um, on well, baseball, Jerry. On baseball. Well, oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, um, I know I saw a statistic that the strikeouts were up quite naturally. You, you probably know that, but the strikeouts are up, so the pitchers are. Either pitching better and um, first pitch strikes are key. I think that's what the what, what the statistic is. First pitch strikes uh, um, um, are uh, up this up this year, which quite naturally, once you get in 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 front of the hit, hitter, then you get give the hitter on versus being an offensive player because now he's, he wants to strike down and he's, too, he's one strike closer to getting struck out. So, and then after that, the pitcher can nibble a little bit because he's got a one strike count on him uh, going into the next pitch. Um, as you see, uh, I don't know. Um, a lot of these so-called outstanding players, top 10 players, uh, Paul Smith at one point was a top three player, is uh, batting yeah. just a little over two hundred. Um, Bryce Harper he's he's tailed off even with the walks he's tailed off. Um, he's he's batting uh, somewhere around a hundred this past week. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton is in a huge slump, striking out left yeah, and right. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Don't worry about. It. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I know he, he's a high strike. I know he's a high strikeout guy, and most power hitters are high high strikeout guys. So you get you get the good with the bad. But he's in a huge slump. Um, I'm trying to think of who else that that's uh, in a uh, 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 Mike Trout. Uh, up until recently, was in a huge slump um, that he wasn't hitting well. Uh, there's a lot of top ten players that were top ten. You know, rated top ten that have gotten off to huge slow starts. Now I don't know if that is indicative of how crazy the weather is and how um, how much cooler it had it, it, it's been versus this time of the year where it's uh, usually warmed up by now or the weather has been more consistent, uh, consistently warm versus consistently cool. Uh, but I I imagine sooner or later the majority of these big big name players that have been struggling early uh, up until this point will start to break out as the weather breaks. Well, let's talk about that. You know, first or two months into the season, Mm -hmm. you know, you got Prince Fielder and the Texas Rangers doing well, but Prince isn't the 300 hitter that he's, you know, known for being. Um, You have a lot of quote unquote, no names standing up to the test and, and proving that they can be in the big leagues, but can they be consistent? You know, you've got a ton of opportunities uh, going on in in the area of baseball that, hmm, how do you gauge it? Is this all, as you would say, an anomaly? Or is this, uh, is this truly the way uh, uh, baseball is going to go this year? You know, um, can the Cubs remain the top team? 
you know. Yeah, one of well, yes. Yeah, I, I do I do believe that. I, I think the Cubs are for real. Um, they have a good mix of good young young extremely young players. Um, that has got it with a veteran coach that knows how to handle people and knows how to handle young talent. He's done it before when he was in Tampa Bay, and now he's moved moved his talents to Chicago, and uh, um, he's doing the same with with the young talent he has in everyday players, and with experienced pitchers that are consistent, as in John Lester, as in uh, Jason Hamill. You thank you, thank you, Vic. Well, uh, you can you can thank me for him, Vic, um, and uh, oh, also Jake, Jake Ariata. So. Um, just to name, just to name the, the three of them. So with that being, uh, uh, you got good young talent that can field and hit and catch the ball uh, with a um, some experienced pitching with a very good coach and knows how to people and has very good people skills. Um, uh, that's a recipe for a lot of success. Um, for a long time, it's going to be kind of difficult when these guys get a little get a little bit more years under them. I think the oldest guy in that on that team, everyday player, I think is um, is uh, um, Anthony Rizzo, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's around thirty or something like that. All the other guys yeah, are, 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 yeah. Uh, all the other guys are younger than him. He's the Supposedly old man. I mean, I'm, I'm discounting the pitchers because the pitchers are older. But um, I'm just talking about everyday players. So there's a lot of young talent on that team, and they can be on that team for a while until they become a um, free agent eligible. So I, I expect, barring any kind of major injuries to uh, several players, that they're going to be uh, um, successful for a great amount of time. Uh, but there's a lot of inconsistencies around baseball. Uh, if you look, there's pitchers are um, few. Good pitchers are few and far between. Um, there's going to be some pitchers coming up uh, probably after mid June that are probably going to um, uh, make a name for themselves. Um, and the only reason they're, they're, they haven't come up yet is because of um, uh, eligibility rules down the line that they want to be able to hold on to these players. Um, uh, I think it's Proposition 12 or whatever they call it in baseball, that if they bring them up too soon, that they they, they lose a year of um, holding on to the player. So they wait until a certain date. I think it's in June, somewhere in mid-June that they, they bring the player up and they still be able to retain them. So there's some, going to be some young pitchers coming up because there is a, a plethora of pitchers that shouldn't be pitching in a major league level. And you go around the league, you can get a, at least a half a dozen uh, pitchers at least that get pounded every day um, because the, the talent, their pitching talent just isn't there at, on a consistent basis. Yeah, uh, Han is a guy that is one of those people um, for the athletics. The athletics are, are great with their farm system. Yes, um, they are. They always have a, a talent waiting there, but they don't have the money 
to keep them, um, whether it's pitching or if it's batting. Um, they just don't have the, the, the money and the resources. That's just like why um, the Raiders are looking to move to Las Vegas. You know, the city doesn't have the money to help support Davis and the Raiders stay there. Um, it is what it is. I think Han is one of those guys. Um, I believe uh, there's a shortstop. I can't remember his name right now. Not the shortstop. The Astros just called up a kid from third base, and he's not a power hitter, but he's a hitter for average. Um, I I can't remember his name. Same my life right now. But they just called him up and and sent somebody down um, because they're looking for a spark. You know, I don't know why Houston is telling off this year. Uh, someone tried to give me Clubber. Not Clubber. Uh, um, someone tried to give me McHugh. I'm not going to mention their names, Jerry. But uh, try to tell me that what I was seeing was wrong. Nah. What I was seeing was absolutely right. Not worth the headache for what you wanted. Um, what are you talking about? But when you try to trade me uh, – uh, not Dallas Kuchel. Dallas, um, yeah, was it Kuchel you tried to send me? I think you tried to send me Kuchel or McHugh. I don't have, I, I don't, McHugh. Yeah, McHugh. I knew it was one of them that you and? tried to send me. I was like, nah, like, no, nah, that's not, not going to happen. Dude can't put together, apparently, Houston's rotation just fizzled out because they can't, find a way to put together a, a back-to-back-to-back-to-back uh, pitching uh, rotation that, that's pretty good this year. Last year, they were very good. That's why they made the playoffs. But this year, not worth it, in my opinion. They're not – the bats are okay, but they need the pitching to, to replicate what it did last year. And I don't think it's going to happen because people have caught up to them. But we shall see. We got about uh, what 15 minutes left of live there before we get out of here. Um, any surprises in our fantasy league or in baseball that you want to talk about? Uh, what do you mean at, at, at surprises? That's in what? Uh, teams, players, moves. I can say what I'm surprised about. I'm surprised coming off of a slow start fantasy-wise. I'm second. In home runs in our little challenge, I'm first by only like one or two stolen bases, and I'm last in case. But that's going to change. But well, one surprise well, well, is that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, Dirty Water has over 507 strikeouts, and we're only two mm-hmm. months into the season. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, He's, it's going to be hard to catch that guy. The next closest person is 387. I think that's you. That's me, 390 something. I think it is. Whatever it is, 380. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a a long season, and uh, you just have to uh, be patient. Um, He got off to a good start, and uh, nothing to say that he can't be caught. He may not be caught, but um, we'll have to wait and see. You know, I, I. I, uh, uh, I think I have a way to um, accumulate strikeouts, but it is what it is. Um, 
It's just the fact is that uh, he, he had a couple of extremely good weeks early early on, and he's got a nice lead. But he got 15 more weeks. I think it's a 22 week season. He's got 15 more weeks, so we'll see what we'll see what happens. Give me your thoughts on these side challenges because I'm definitely going to implement them in football. But I just want to get your feeling on them. I know the price might be a little too high for some, um, and I might. I'm really considering lowering it for football. But what are your thoughts on these side challenges? It, it's a, uh, it's another, it's just another spark that you know something if somebody who's competitive uh, could one of um, get into. Uh, all depends on what the side challenges are. The ones you have home runs, strikeouts, stolen bases. I think that's only three. Um, is good. Uh, depends on what you do in um, in uh, uh, football. Football. What cat? What what category that you that you um, well, um you have? I, I mean, there's, there's ways. There's, there's different ways that you can go depending on what you want to do. So, uh, what were you thinking about? Um, I was thinking about total touchdowns. So all the touchdowns your offense scores, not counting defense, just your offensive players. Um, and kickers would count in that too. So if your kicker scores some version of a touchdown, then I'll count that too. Um, well, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. You talking about total points that your offense scores? Not total points. Well, yeah, kind of, sort of. So you can go total points. But um, we have many ways to get total points, though, uh, with fractional point scoring. I'm talking about yeah, touchdowns. I know that. Touchdowns. Total okay. touchdowns by your offense. Okay. So, you know, uh, I was thinking about that. Um, I was also thinking about um, – or total uh, tackles, um, or individual tackles and interceptions, or you know sacks and all that. Um, I, I was going to break it down in different categories, but not so many that it's going to be like a whole new game, because then that becomes roto. I don't want a roto style of football or baseball, but. Um, because, you know, if you win a category in Roto, you win that category, so on and so forth. Um, yeah, this is going to be a, 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 a weekly thing, or is it going to be yeah. a season? No, no, It's going to be a season, just like baseball is, with weekly updates. Oh, yeah, okay. Then you can have uh, you know? total touchdowns by, by wide receivers. Yeah, or, or just total or, touchdowns, or, period. Well... That's a lot of work trying to keep. Either way, it's going to be a lot of work trying to keep up with all that. And if you got twelve, fourteen teams, that's a lot, a lot of uh, to figure out who got all these touchdowns. Yeah. Well, now that I got my managers, I don't have to worry about you know. Oh, don't, don't you ain't got to throw, throw something like that in your face. It's just uh, because it's going to take about? time. Well, meaning meaning the time I was dedicating to completing my masters. I now mm-hmm. have that free, so I can, you know, reallocate. Oh well, let me. Speaking of that, then then you should be able to up, update 
the weekly stats <laughs> in fantasy baseball on on a timely basis. Hey, 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 hey! I I will do that. I will do that. Don't worry about that. Linda, <laughs> Linda, Linda, Linda. Listen, <laughs> Linda. All right. So uh, we got that going on. I just want to get your thoughts on it. Um, if you like the program, if it's something you think that um, we should yeah. carry over in the yeah. football. Okay. You, can, you can pick, how, pick how and choose. You can pick and choose. Yeah, we'll discuss yeah. that. We'll discuss mm-hmm. that. But uh, I want to say that uh, next weekend, next Saturday, um, I don't know if Jerry's going to be doing a show or not, but I will be uh, out of the country. Um, mm-hmm. So I definitely will not be hosting next week. And then in June, I would like to begin our fantasy football previews. Or do you want to wait till like mid June? Let me think here. Um, June probably would be too. Well, mid June. How many uh, conferences are there? Um, eight. I mean, how many divisions are there? Eight. Eight altogether. Yeah, eight divisions altogether. Well, that'd be eight weeks. So you know, we go in so. August is normally our, our individual uh, rankings. So mm-hmm. June, July are the teams, and then August ends up being our individual rankings. But um, that's up to you. Just let and then the last. Yeah, draft. yeah, yeah. We so, can do that. We can. That would make sense because that would lead up. That would go to the divisions, and then um, once the divisions, then we go to individuals, which would lead into the uh, fantasy drafts. Um, um, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So when I come July, back in June, August, yeah. mm-hmm. yep. When I come back in June, um, the, we'll start breaking it down. And the first division we're going to break down, ladies and gentlemen, is the AFC South. Um, so I know Jerry's going to have a lot to say about it and how he thinks his team is going to win it and all that. But we'll, oh, yeah. we'll discuss that. Oh yeah, man. I, I'm 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 pumped. I got some. Oh, uh, uh, trust me, trust me. There's some so many sleepers out there. There's so many players, just not on my team, but in the AFC South and in just it, it, all over the place. I'm pumped. I am so pumped. There's so much talent out there. It's ridiculous. It's going to be ridiculous this year. Trust me. Ridiculous. Okay. Well, we'll see. We shall see. Um, with that being I'm said, claiming, JT, what do you got? I'm, I'm, I'm claiming some titles. And uh, we're talking about uh, titles uh, on uh, the master plan. I like that segment, right? At 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're talking about uh, the playoff game that's taking place today, the one that's going to take take place tomorrow, how I see it. I called it last week when Miami Heat was favored. I said I like the Toronto Raptors in that game. Uh, They won going away easy uh, against Toronto. Different story against Cleveland. I'll be talking about that on the master plan. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Sunday morning, all the time. And, yes, I will be doing the FSP show next week. Uh, uh, I'll be doing three shows. The FSP crew show on Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The FSP show, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on a Saturday. And, of course, uh the master plan, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Memorial Sunday. All right. JT, that's why he's my dude, man. I give him a hard time, but 
he's somebody I can count on and trust. And, uh, you know, he, he's a little up there in age. See now, can't remember his fancy football name. But he knows what it is. Um, what? Who are you? Whatever, dude. Uh, Never humble, being, always want... talking, man. Never humble, always exactly. talking. Always talking. Well, it's okay, big head. It's going to get deflated. I won multiple <laughs> championships last year that you know about. Let's see if you can do the same. We'll see. I'm gonna be, but ladies you know and gentlemen, what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Khaleesi this season. <laughs> Khaleesi coming out of the fire with no one left. <laughs> oh my goodness! Coming out of the hey, fire with no one left. <laughs> did you hear how, how this how this season supposed to supposed to be? Like her and John are supposed to hook up, and like her, John, and uh, Tyron are supposed to be like brothers and sisters. So okay. I mean that's that's what I'm hearing. I followed uh Dinkle and he's he's funny, man. He's, he's funny. a funny guy. He's a funny yeah, guy. Yeah. Jersey guy. He's from Jersey too. He's born and raised in Jersey, man. Oh, I thought he was British for some reason. Nope. Born yeah. and raised in Jersey. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, I keep calling him Ian, but his name's not Ian. Uh ah, oh, Jesus. John Snow's real name. I can't remember his real name. But, I know you're uh, talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those dudes are cool. They put up some great uh, memes and stuff. Uh, they're hilarious. But uh, anyway, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Uh, my plan is to make sure that we uh, take care of business and we all are uh, are, are in, in a winning circle. So hopefully Body by Vi can help us all get there, um, as well as some other opportunities that I'm looking at. Um, I know I've been talking it for a while, but I haven't stopped. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, JT, a pleasure as usual. Uh, Same here. I'm always uh, glad to have you on air with me, um, mainly because I can stick it to you to your face instead of just – Recording it. Oh, and, uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Oh, real quick, real quick, before we go, who do you have in the Preakness? Uh, I think the, the uh, uh, favorite's going to win it, man. Um, the way he won the Derby, uh, I think he, he, the, he wins it. Usually the, the horse that uh, um, wins the Derby in the way he won it, is, is it usually a uh, – a uh, um, almost a lock to win it in the Preakness, and I like him. So um, the, these two horses, uh, Nyquist and Exaggerator, have met I think four or five times, and the outcome has been Nyquist one, uh, Exaggerator two. So I think that's probably what the exact is going to be. There could be some uh, some sleepers in there, but I like Nyquist to be on top. Okay, because they're talking about this cat's gonna Nyquist is going to. Get the triple crown. And, well, I don't know uh, about that. Well, they're saying after I don't know about that. It's supposed yeah, to be back Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. It took thirty years for the next for the for the uh, next one to, to come around. I don't think it's going to be back to back. I don't think Nyquist is is quite on the same. Even though the he ran a quicker Derby than the American Pharaoh of last year, 
Um, it takes a lot for a horse to run a mile and a quarter, a mile and three sixteenths, which is Preakness isn't today, and then come come back two weeks later in Belmont and run a mile and a half. That it takes special kind of horses and a special kind of luck. And uh, depending how the horse who wins this race, if it's Nyquist, comes out of it, um, we see what type of chance he has of winning um, the Belmont. But the Belmont is a mile and a half, which is a long way for a three-year-old to go. All right. We'll see. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Place your bets. That's going to end the show for myself and for JT. We appreciate you. We'll see you back next Well, JT, I'll see you back next week. I'll see yep. you in two. And hopefully yep. we'll have Deborah King on to discuss her current endeavor. Uh, love you, Jay. I'll talk to have you a good time, day. man. Have a good time. We are. We will. Thank you, brother. We are yep. out. Fantasy, sports, and politics. You want to talk smack? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got your little views, you know I got mine. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We're talking fantasy, sports, and politics. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.